you are listening to the LDS Divorce Coach Podcast. I take the sting out of divorce. This is your host, Emily Sanchez. Hey everybody, it's me again. Oh my goodness, if I said that to my dad, he would say, hi, me again. Anyway, just a memory. I hope everybody is having a beautiful day. It is Friday for me today. Beautiful Arizona, clear skies. Ah. Oh. What a wonderful day. I hope it is for you too. In this podcast, I wanted to expound a little bit about what I explained in the previous podcast, which was entitled Don't Divorce Yourself. And in one of the subtopics, I spoke about don't divorce yourself, but sometimes you have to divorce the story. Now, what's the story? A story is anything that we create. What is your story? Are you a mom? Are you a dad? Are you someone who loves adventure? What's your story? What's your life story? Is there anything holding you back that you believe in your story? And what I mean by that is some of us hold on to the past. Some of us hold on and we we create these grudges or we create these stories where we want to hold on to certain memories from a relationship or we're holding on to a negative experience and a lot of times it comes out in this story for example let me give you an example (laughs) one would be my parents fought so much that I cannot have a healthy relationship because of them so do you see how that's a story how because of an experience you now create this vision of who you are and how it's affected you and how you can't move on. You know, we like to hold on to things. We even if it's negative, which is interesting, we like to hold on to situations, circumstances, it kind of fulfills us. Our brain likes comfort and familiarity. Ultimately, we know we cannot reach our true potential unless we can truly let go. So sometimes we use that past to justify why we aren't doing what we need to do now. And that is my topic today. Why are we not letting go and how can we let go so that we can have an extraordinary life, so that we can have extraordinary relationships in any place with anyone? So it's interesting to me that people have this fear of kind of success, right? We hold on to these past things. We might be lazy. Let's be honest. The human brain does not want to work hard. It wants the path of least resistance, period. It wants to avoid pain. It is set out to survive, Also, our nervous system, it reverts back to those events which triggered physiological responses. So what I mean by that is people who've been through trauma will do anything to not experience it again. So to have that risk, you know, of maybe going into another relationship Moving on from that instead of kind of in their safe spot of comfort is very, very difficult, especially when those traumatic events 
physiologically are the same, okay, go with me here, as maybe the feeling of being excited. I have read recently that a lot of people who've experienced trauma are kind of afraid of success because success to them would mean putting themselves out there, uh, feeling excited, and those excitement feelings manifest themselves physiologically the same as a traumatic past event. So I thought that was very interesting. And I've said before how fear and excitement manifest themselves identically physiologically. What do I mean by that? By that? Well, when you're fearful or excited, your heart starts to beat faster. Maybe you get flushed. Maybe you get the sweats. I, I don't know. There's a myriad of things. Your cheeks get red, you know, things like that. And so we have to be very, very careful with the meaning. Now, I love this quote. This is one of my favorite quotes by Marianne Williamson. And it kind of talks along the lines of why people are afraid of succeeding and why they would rather be comforted and stay in their certainty of holding on to the past and not reaching their potential. It says, our deepest fear is not that we are inadequate. Our deepest fear is that we are powerful beyond measure. It is our light, not our darkness that most frightens us. We ask ourselves, who am I to be brilliant, gorgeous, talented, fabulous? Actually, who are you not to be? You are a child of God. Your playing small does not serve the world. There is nothing enlightened about shrinking so that other people won't feel insecure around you. We all are meant to shine as children do. We were born to make manifest the glory of God that is within us. It's not just in some of us, it's in everyone. And as we let our own light shine, we unconsciously give other people permission to do the same. As we are liberated from our own fear, our presence automatically liberates others. Oh, I love it so much and I bet you've heard it before. So interesting that we are actually fearful of succeeding. A lot of times so we have to make sure that we notice that if we're holding on so that we can again divorce that story and realize oh goodness it it can be hard because like I said it gives us comfort certainty complacency it's feeding all those human needs that's what the natural man likes but the soul is different from the brain to have this enriching life that we want right our soul needs nourishment of progress of growth so we have to let go so now that we kind of know why you know our brains really really love that comfort and it kind of fulfills us to have those excuses. Now we're going to move forward. What even is letting go? How can we let go? So for me, you know, when my divorce came, it was weird because I had tried so hard for so long. It was like trudging through this thick mud with no progress. Nothing was working in our relationship. Like 
as far as my end of what I was trying to do. And I was exhausted, just the mental and emotional exertion that I put into it and how I just tried. I, I gave everything I have, which is really, really good. And I hope that you give every last inch of yourself before you kind of call it a done deal. And then all of a sudden the divorce came and that energy was gone. It was done. So now what? Where does that energy go that I was putting and kind of exhausting myself, to be honest, emotionally into? And on top of that, it's like you are left with the thoughts of how hard, you know, you want someone to succeed. You're pulling for someone. You love someone. You, you know, you want it to work. And so now what? You're kind of left with the thoughts. And that's why I mention the stories that we all have. So letting go is more of an emotional release how to stop holding on to the story. So let me give you a few things you can do. And some of them you might think sound weird, but just go with me because, you know, we all have different ways of letting go. So, but if you're having troubles, just try some of these strategies and maybe you can let go quicker than you thought you could which will be advantageous for you and if you have children and they will see it in your attitude. So I want to tell you a story about my friend and I will just call her Tammy for now. Tammy has fostered children and she has a wonderful husband. She got to where she now has adopted a son. I believe he's 10 or 11. Sweetest boy. And she was brought two other girls. One was five and one was two. Sweet, sweet girls that she loves so much. And the plan was it was going towards adoption. So she put her heart into it and that they're sisters. And an episode happened that I cannot explain because it's pretty terrible and it will haunt you. <laughs> Trust me. And it ended up that after this episode, what she, this little girl, this five-year-old needed was to be placed in the psych ward of the Phoenix Children's Hospital. So Tammy did that. She made sure that she had the best care. She made sure that she was getting every service available to her. And this little girl, just so that you know, she was Tammy's princess. I mean, she called her princess. She wanted so badly for her and her sister to be part of their family. But, but after what had happened, it was too much and Tammy and her husband decided they could not end up adopting the girls. It would not be a suitable fit. So that was heartbreaking, heartbreaking. But what Tammy did to try to set up the building blocks of letting go was she used all her resources. She found a single mother with a very, very stable and strong background to adopt her. She, she went all the way to find a loving, perfect little home where she could transition her 
into where she would be safe with just the single mom and her and eventually hopefully her sister as well and she just told me I have to just pray and give this to the Lord now Tammy is very very spiritual she's very spiritual and active in her faith and she said I did all I could do and she's super like I said resourceful like if anyone can do anything Tammy can she can like make mountains move so for her to find a placement for her to make sure she had counselors therapists and everything in line to make it work she would do it so the rest she just had to give to God so this is my number one sometimes we have to let go by giving it to God or your higher power or whoever you believe in there is a scripture in the Bible we read it this morning with our family and it's Jesus Christ talking and it's very famous it's in Handel's Messiah as a one of the arias and it's come unto me all ye that labor and are heavy laden and I will give you rest take my yoke upon you and learn of me anyway that's such a poignant scripture and as we can give and we can do this in prayer where you literally say out loud I am handing this to you Lord <laughs> you know or you can even do kind of a ritual and I think this helps I'm being serious here go you've heard of releasing the balloon right where you tie kind of a message what if you're holding on and and if you are holding on to the blame um, if you're holding on to resentment or anger, you have to let that go in order to let go of the situation. Does that make sense? So even if you went through this ritual, I think it would be great and healing for you to just kind of, okay, I'm giving this to God. So that's my number one. If you are faithful in your faith, you have to give it to God and you can keep praying and keep praying don't focus too much on it but give it to him and say I can't do I can't do that story anymore <laughs> so you're gonna give it to God that's number one number two I want you to go with me a little bit on this one and I entitle it a physical detox okay we've all heard of detox programs some are juices right they have these cleansing I don't know green <laughs> type juices uh, for breakfast lunch and dinner that looks pretty horrifying I've even seen like 10-day detoxes with them um, other detoxes include certain foods that you can eat and things like that now why would I say a physical detox well because the soul and the body they are interconnected the spirit and the body and sometimes when we do things physically we do things physiologically our spirits really respond not sometimes guess what all the time and if you do one intentionally to rid your body of blame and resentment not just because you're trying to kind of start over and get rid of some fat hey that will be good too but honestly do a physical detox with the point in mind to rid yourself of blame just like it's 
bad food you want to get out of your system. You want to get blame out of your system. Okay, that's number two. Number three, it's time to create a new meaning. This is when we rebuild the story. So we have this past that hurts and we have these thoughts that come up and a lot of thoughts are why. A lot of thoughts are going back to the X and how you could have made it work or this or that. So you have to actually train your thoughts in a different direction. So there's a few things you can do. Um, and part of that is you really got to let the anger subside. In these thoughts, you're angry, especially at first. And it's okay. It's okay to be angry and feel that and not try to resist it. But... It will be detrimental to you and detrimental. We've heard of the science behind anger and stress and what it does to your body. So it's detrimental to your health if you hold on to anger. You've got to let it go. All right. So in this thought work, what I want you to do. Now, thoughts a lot of times come to us visually. We have pictures of people that pop into our mind. So the next time you start thinking about your ex and you're, you have a, maybe some blame left over, you have anger or frustration, I want you to paint a literal heart <laughs> around their face. And I call it the heart of thankfulness. And this is all in your thought because when you do this, you'll want to think of something else. <laughs> Usually, you don't want to dwell, you know, all, all on your past. But if you can change the meaning of taking this person that maybe you have these resentful feelings for, and you can look at any good quality, please just pull it out of, if you have to, nowhere. Think of what you're thankful for. If they gave you children, it, if that was the least contribution that they did, paint that heart around them, that grateful heart, and say, I'm so glad this person came into my life so that I could have this child. I'm so glad this person came into my life so I could learn these lessons of patience. So I could learn to grow and love, and I'm going to love even more. And that will be a way I can guarantee you that if you do that in your mind, a literal painted picture of a heart or whatever, it will stop you. It will change the meaning and it will help to create your story into a positive one. Another thing you can do with changing and creating new meaning is incantations. I've spoke about incantations before. They're very, very powerful because it's you yourself speaking out loud, stating something. And the more we state something, say it out loud and ourselves hear it, we believe it. And, you know, this is made fun of on um, old school Saturday Night Live with Stuart Smalley, how he'd say, I'm good enough, I'm smart enough, people like me, you know what I'm talking about. But to wake up every morning, if you have a routine where you're waking up, maybe you go running, um, maybe you read something, maybe you're planning for the day, I want, or even getting ready, I want you to add an incantation where you kind of command your subconscious mind and you can say it out loud that you are going to let go of whatever is hindering you in your past. And if you could be even more specific, that would be great. 
Although I want you to get to a point where you're not naming your ex, you're not because that will create memories. That will create focus. Does that make sense? So if you can get specific as to the feelings and not the person, that would be even better. So what do I mean by specific? You wake up and say, today I command myself and my uh, subconscious to not dwell on anger or resentment from my, <laughs> you know, uh, past situations that are holding me back from happiness and growth. Today I choose growth, happiness, and forgiveness. Or Okay, so whatever you want to say there. And number four is specifically for victims of trauma. If there was a traumatic, terrible experience where you know that you've suffered some trauma from your past relationship, this strategy is from um, a Dr. Suzanne Babel. And I was reading an article that she wrote in Psychology Today of why victims of trauma are afraid of success. And so it was a little bit about what I said before of those feelings of trauma are triggered in excitement feelings associated with success. So what she suggests is you have to differentiate. Now you have to be careful doing this. She says, I want you to go back to your past. And I don't always like this. <laughs> but I think it's really good to differentiate. So she says, go back to your past of when you had a success story. When you experienced success. It could be as a child. You won the spelling bee. I don't know. Or you were valedictorian. Or, or whatever. You felt great. Or or whatever, maybe you did had a really great speech. You want to go back there and she wants you to sit with that feeling and kind of experience it for five minutes. Hold that feeling inside. Feel what that feels. If you need to, even write it down. Then she said, be very careful with the next step because she doesn't want you to go into your past uh, traumatic experience. But maybe a similar one that's not as traumatic. And she says, if you need to do this with the help of a therapist along the way, that would be good. And experience those feelings for just a few minutes to see how they differ. To see the negative connotation that is in there and how it truly is different. And write those thoughts down so that you can understand even of the why. Because when we know why, sometimes we can move forward, and I get that, but I do not want to spend a lot of time in the past. I don't think that it's helpful, but in differentiating in this circumstance, I think that that would be useful. And then to go out, she said, then go out and experience some successes, some small successes. And then you can build and build and build. And that's the key that I would really accentuate, is to go out and do and feel. You know, we have to conquer those fears by going and doing. Okay, so those are my four steps of letting go. If you are struggling with letting go, again, the blame and the anger, they have to be out of there. You've got to move on from it. But number one, give it to God or your higher power. We talked about ways of doing that. Number two, do a physical detox. You will be surprised how it is connected. Number three, create new meaning. How do we do this? By some thought work. I talked about painting the picture 
of the grateful heart and then doing incantations. Number four, for victims of trauma, differentiate exactly how success and excitement when you were successful is manifested in your body physiologically compared to a negative event from your past and then go out and do and this is for everybody go out and start doing those little successful things so that we can stretch ourselves again if you are caught in that holding on the story of your past not progressing it's really even though it feels comfortable and it's fulfilling to us it will not be fulfilling in the end to our souls we need progression we need growth and that is in conquering those fears that's in stretching ourselves whenever we have something hard that comes along a lot of us are like oh this is so hard but guess what hard things lead to amazing accomplishments they really do. They have larger payoffs than the easy stuff. So let's be thankful for what we have and let's just go for it, okay? All right, that's all from me. What do I always say? Yeah, make it a great day. Make it what you want. <laughs> Bye. Thank you so much for listening today. I would love for you to subscribe and come and ask me any question you want at coachemilysanchez at gmail.com.